Welcome, welcome to Sports Cap Radio. I'm your host, Drew Forbes, back from a long hiatus, folks. Yes, indeed. We've been off for two months and at an admittedly weird time at midseason, something we've really never done before. Uh, but I hope you've missed me as much as I've missed you. And to catch you up on my last two months, I've been drinking a whole shit ton and clenching my cheeks each and every week, watching whatever it is the Vikings are on on a week-to-week basis. But tonight, I'm doing a solo recording just to get my feet wet. Uh, we are all planning on returning. Uh, it won't just be me going forward, but I wanted to lay something down while the rest of the team assembled. And since it's just me, I thought I'd drop some power rankings on everyone just to stir the pot and get the conversation started. So here it is, my power rankings. The thing nobody ever asked for, but everyone loves to read and argue about. And yes, I'm going to start at 10 and I'm going to go all the way to 1. And I hope each and every one of them pisses you off more than the last. Because that's the beauty of power rankings. Who am I? Who cares? Let's argue. Number 10, I have the Tennessee Titans. Why is it every year I want to hate this team and then I end up loving them? On paper, there's not really much to like about them at all. Your quarterback is Diet Kirk Cousins. Your running back, incredible at times, gets shut out, shut down because let's face it, at times he's a bit one-dimensional. But your co- coach is a tough son of a bitch. A tough son of a bitch that says he would literally cut his dick off to win a championship. And while I don't think this team is going to win a championship, maybe not even anytime soon, so Mike Vrabel's dick is safe for the time being, I do think this team can get ready and scrap it out against any team any given Sunday. Number nine, I have the Minnesota Vikings. And yes, 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 whine all you want, Vikings fans, about being disrespected. You tend to be a whiny lot of cuts. And how do I know that? Because I'm one of you, literally. Yes, I'm actually a season ticket holder for the Vikings, and I've been a fan of them for 30 years. What I've seen out of this team is a deeply flawed squad. They have great chemistry. They're fun to watch. It's fun to watch Kirk Cousins put on chains after improbable victories, but how long can they keep this going? How long can they grind out these narrow wins? And for the first time since he's been there, I actually don't think it's at all Kirk Cousins' fault, any of these issues. This defense is really, really bad. One of the worst defenses the Vikings have had in a long time. And outside of Justin Jefferson, their offense is pretty mediocre. DVOA ranks them as a whole, as a 22nd overall team, 20th on offense, 23rd on defense, and actually 23rd on defense might be a little bit generous. I think this squad is really bad. When Mac Jones can drive at you, drive through your defense at will, you have a problem. A team with similar specs actually did make the Super Bowl last year in the Bengals. Uh, the, I believe the Bengals actually ranked as the 18th overall team, according to DVOA, going into the Super Bowl. But the Vikings are not the Bengals, and we certainly don't have Joe Burrow. At number eight, I have the Baltimore Ravens. And man, it's hard to love this team. They just keep getting more and more creative and losing in the fourth quarter. But I just can't help but bet on them down the stretch. But these fourth quarter losses certainly are concerning. And it seems to be getting them as well. A castle will kill. A Seth Rogen-looking twink tweeted out this week, when someone is asking for over $250 million guaranteed, like LG Era 8, it's Lamar Jackson, games like this should not come to Jay Tuck, their kicker. Let, let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team. Lamar Jackson himself replied to this tweet, boy, shut the fuck up. 
Y'all be capping too much on this app. Motherfucker never smelt a football field. Never did shit but eat a dick. Very un-Lamar-like. Uh, and he seems to be getting kind of railed for those comments. But I personally love it. I mean, yeah, it's frustrating. But if you look at this guy, Castle Will Kill, his entire profile is dedicated to just slandering Lamar. Lamar. And there's this group of people that are just a little too overly passionate about slandering, slandering Lamar that worry me a little bit. Like, what are, what are your motivations behind this? Lamar Jackson is a flawed player. He's certainly not a conventional passer or anything like that, but it's undeniable that what this guy can do. And I'm not even really betting on Lamar Jackson. The Ravens have been winning before Lamar Jackson. They won with Joe Flacco. I'm betting on John Harbaugh, who I think is just a fantastic coach. I'm also betting on this team and the additions they've made. Bringing in Roquan Smith is a huge move. Maybe he just hasn't quite gelled yet. Kyle Hamilton, the rookie, according to PFF, going into last week, and he was actually injured last week, but he's not going to be out for the entire year, was the number one safety in all of PFF. I think this team can get it together. I think they can get hot at the right time, and I think they can, they can build a, a good playoff campaign. Number seven, the Miami Dolphins. Fuck me, I think I was wrong about Tua Tagovailoa. Or maybe Mike McDaniels is just a spectacular offensive mind with the best wide receiver duo in the game. I don't really know. I think ultimately their defense holds them from a deep playoff run. This team is on the verge of something special in the coming years under under Mike McDaniels. And there is not a single guy that I would rather watch do post-game interviews than Mike McDaniels. This guy is fucking hilarious. Everything he says. he's 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 like your buddy that you smoke weed with and you watch movies with and you laugh with. But he's also a fucking football genius. So his likability has transitioned into an elite head coach. And I can't wait to see what this guy does in the NFL. Number six, the San Francisco 49ers. This just might be the best defense the 49ers have ever had under fantasy or under Shanahan, which is really, really wild considering the defenses that they've had. But the addition to CMC to this offense is just fucking stupid. There might not be a better offensive combo currently than Kittle, CMC, Debo, Ayuk. But their ceiling is Jimmy Garoppolo, whose inconsistency is undeniable. I think this team could go all the way with Kirk Cousins. That's how fucking good they are. But they don't. They have Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's just not the guy. I think this team could win a playoff game, but given the behemoths at the top of the NFC, I can't see them winning at all. I can't even see them making it there. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. I know. Hate me all you want. This is my Super Bowl pick to win it all. And up until three weeks ago, they were still my favorite. But it's undeniable what has transpired over the last month. And Josh Allen is just clearly not healthy. Listen, Josh Allen is insane. And even with the injury, he's insane. But the injury is ridiculously concerning. I just don't think he's putting quite the zip he's put, he was putting on balls. He's not throwing downfield with the same confidence that he was prior to it. Their defense is still bruising. Maybe one of the best in the NFL. Or maybe one of the best in the NFL. Certainly top five. But you just can't ignore the fact that they've had to squeak by the Browns and the Lions the last two weeks. And those losses to the Jets and the Vikes are huge red flags. Not to mention, this team, although they made you know moves midseason to get Niam Hines, the running back is the, the running core for this team is still ridiculously vanilla. And I just can't see them making a deep playoff push. I think they get bounced early on. Number four, the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Here we go again. The Bengals are hot as fuck. And this is right around the time last season that they picked up and never looked back. But I really think this season is different. Joe is winning huge games with tons of injuries on offense. Their defense is vastly improved from last season. In the, in the second half of every game this year, this defense has been unstoppable. They have the tools to do it again, baby, and I'm not betting against Joe Burrow, especially in the big moment. Number three, I had the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's another team that were my darling just a few weeks ago, but they've shown some glaring cracks in their sterling armor as of late. You can't lose to Washington at home and not have some question marks, especially given your record and who you've played against this season. I worry about Hurts getting dinged up down the stretch and finding similar problems as he did last year. The running game is weak. It's just straight up, it's weak. And their only two wins against winning records are against primetime Kirk Cousins and a Dakless Cowboys team at home. I could see this team getting the number one seed. They still have a pretty easy record coming up. But I see them getting bounced in like the second round by some of these defensive just juggernauts, either Dallas or the 49ers. Number two, fuck me. I hate this so much, the Dallas Cowboys. I never expected to be back on the Cowboys bandwagon this year, and I hate myself for it. But this team is really, really, really good at everything they do, especially on defense. They're the best defender in the NFL, Micah Parsons, who takes games by the fucking balls. This guy's just a monster. He's, he's Aaron Donald, except for maybe even more versatile. Am I really saying that? The guy was drafted as a middle linebacker and is suddenly the best edge rusher in the league. There's no doubt you can move him right back to middle linebacker and he'd be just as effective. That's how good this guy is. And the two-headed monster of Zeke and Pollard is just insane. And even Zeke has been looking good in the last few weeks. If they get an addition like OBJ, watch the fuck out. This team could be insane. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. I know, it's a vanilla pick, but Patrick Mahomes is quietly better than he's ever been in his career, and I refuse to bet against the guy. They lose a top five receiver in Tyree Kill, and Mahomes didn't even blink. This guy is just scary good at football, and he's even better in the big moment, which makes him unstoppable. Although their defense is middle of the road, I think Mahomes just overcomes it. I also love some of the talents they've acquired this season. Love Pacheco. This guy is insanely underrated. Um, just a bruiser. And Kadarius Tony. if this guy can stay healthy, I mean, watch out. This, this team is just going to be insane. And I can't see anybody else in the AFC stopping these guys. All right. So that's all I got for you tonight. It's definitely an experimental episode. Certainly not the same format as we normally take, but I just wanted to keep it short and sweet, see how he did solo, and uh, yeah, just kind of test it out. Uh, We will be back in the coming weeks. Going to rally all the guys. Uh, We will get it going again. Um, And uh, yeah, I think we just needed a little bit of a break there, but we're back, baby. Oh, yeah. The sports bets are... Yeah, see, this is... All right, there we go. Couldn't quite find the closeout music. I apologize. (laughs) Don't even know how to use the soundboard anymore, folks. This has been the Sports Cap Radio. This has been your host, Drew Forbes, doing his first solo show. I think the first of many solo shows. 
once again, it's going to be the whole crew going forward, but I think I'm going to pop in every once in a while and do these solo shows. So hope you enjoyed us tonight. If you didn't, please hit us up on the DMs and tell me how terrible it was. <laughs> I take your feedback very seriously. Thank you so much. Have a great night.